Another beautiful Monday, October 26th, 2020. If you haven't ordered a hoodie yet, please message me because the weekend after Halloween, so next weekend, I will be closing the orders and I will be creating the hoodies and getting them shipped out and delivered. So let me know if you would like a hoodie. Don't go cold this season. And look, if you got a, if you have a significant other, especially for you guys out there, if you got a girlfriend, you might as well go ahead and get you two because you know she's probably going to steal the one that you get for yourself. So go ahead and get two. I got black and white. Um, they're custom embroidered. So support the brand and stay warm. Also, be on the lookout for Andrew's updated weight loss journey. We did a little bit of a hiatus. Um, we went on a small vacation back to our hometown and we did a lot of discussing about what we need to do next to elevate him and take him to the next level. So he's gotten his mentality locked in a lot better than it was before for sure. And we're about to step it up and start um, tracking his weight and really keeping a food log and building meal plans around for him. So yeah, be on the lookout for that. And also if you hear it in my voice a little bit, I'm congested. It usually happens this time of the year, but my energy levels have not gone anywhere. I'm still moving and grooving and doing my thing. So um, I'm just going to start drinking a lot of chamomile because that's the secret. Sergeant Fierro taught me that. So yeah, let's jump into today's episode. The Avidity Fitness Podcast. Yo, what's up? Thanks for checking out the podcast. Thanks for checking out the episode. Today, I just wanted to talk about protein. I actually got an idea going forward for the next couple weeks. I want to talk about the main macronutrients individually. So like today, we're going to talk about protein. And then next week, I'll do one about carbohydrates. And then the week after that, I'll do one about fats. And then I think the week after that, I'm going to do one about macronutrients as a whole and my philosophy on counting macros and that sort of thing. So what really made me think of doing a little series like this is that I was trying to think of things that I wish I could have listened to or material that I could have had at my fingertips when I was growing up or really getting into weightlifting or just stuff that I think anybody trying to get into fitness in general um, could use. So, So a lot of this might sound elementary to some of you that is more um, seasoned in your fitness journey, but I think it's still really important information in it. Like the article that I found that I'm going to just go through a little bit is uh, really in-depth. And it's uh, reading through it today, um, there's a lot of stuff in there that I I just really wish I could have known. Like I didn't even, there's stuff that I was learning now, but even some stuff that I already know, the way they word it and um, the, the studies that they do, the way they break down the study it really shows you the science behind 
how they come to the, a lot of the conclusions that you hear in popular popular socials circles and stuff and so you know like t- something that I'm, I'm thinking off the top of my head as far as like a popular in social circles is like protein timing i don't know now with like high school lifters or anything like that but i i know when i was in high school and first getting into lifting it was like a big thing it was like a everybody knew that you had to eat or drink your protein shake right after you worked out it was like we called it the anabolic window and some people said it was a myth but for the most part everybody like lived by that rule the anabolic window you got 30 minutes or you lose like 60% of the progress that you tried to do in the gym or whatever you were doing and uh yeah so things like that that you just hear about from friends or maybe you read on some small blog or something but you never know really like what's the science like how do we know what's true about it so there's a lot of stuff that they break down in this article and it's extensive studies it's over 200 references so it's just a cool article and i wanted to go through it all about protein so like what it's about you know um when should you take it do you need a lot of it you know whatever and see i've been on this really big kick that I think in general we all need to eat a little bit less so I wanted to see like what you know if they're saying I just wanted to see if anybody says there's such thing as like losing your gains because you're not eating enough or something you know and obviously like if you want to get big you want to get huge bodybuilding powerlifting you're doing stuff like that obviously you have to consume tons of calories and stuff so i'm not talking about that i'm I'm mainly just talking about in general health generally healthy people that just want to be daily strong on a daily basis and and live a long healthy life so uh so they they just go into i guess it's a bunch of different doctors uh that formed the the journal of the international sports or the International Society of Sports Nutrition. And uh, they go on to say, in the beginning, they, they just break down what they believe in, like, their stance on the intake of protein for exercising individuals and such. They say that exercise stimulus, particularly resistance training, and protein ingestion both stimulate muscle protein synthesis and are synergistic when protein consumption occurs before or after resistance exercise. So they're saying that ingesting protein when you're weightlifting before or after a workout helps stimulate muscles. Muscle growth, I should say. For And then number two, for providing muscle mass and for maintaining muscle mass through uh, muscle protein balance an overall daily protein intake in the range of 1.4 to 2.0 grams of protein per kilogram of body weight per day is sufficient for most exercising individuals. Three, there is novel evidence that suggests higher protein protein intakes greater than 3.0 grams per kilogram of body weight per day 
may have positive effects on body composition and resistance trained individuals, meaning um, it promotes weight loss. So eating higher and higher amounts of protein suggests that it could promote fat loss. Okay, and then I'm not going to read through all of these, but that's the type of stuff that it, they are stating through their journal of um, sports nutrition. And then it goes on to the background of all the studies that they do because they're showing you all the evidence that they gathered to come to these conclusions. And they got 13 total conclusions that they came to, and I just read through a few of them there just to show you, like, the type of information that they're trying to prove. And, uh, yeah, they go on to the benefits of exercise performance. Very few studies have investigated the effects of prolonged periods of dietary protein manipulation on endurance performance. And then it just goes on to breaking down um, some of the studies that they did. goes on and on. And the key points is uh, when adequate carbohydrate is delivered. See, you know, we're just going to go down to the conclusion because they get so in-depth. Resistance exercise performance. Body composition. And that's another thing, uh, you know, because a lot of people are on fad diets or, or whatnot. And everybody has a certain position on what diet will promote the best fat loss or the best muscle growth. But nobody ever really knows, like, the studies behind it. Like, why they believe what they may believe. And then they also go over the protein timing, which was that, like, that anabolic, anabolic window that I was telling you about. The, uh... If you don't eat within 30 minutes of exercise, then you lose all your gains. I'm just scrolling down to the conclusion here. Uh, because they they sum it all up really nicely. And then, you know, you can just go back through um, the article and really pick through what you really want to read about. My goodness, it's saying so long. Okay, so here we go. The conclusion. In alignment with our previous position stand, it is the position of the International Society of Sports Nutrition that the majority of exercising individuals should consume at minimum approximately 1.4 to 2 grams of protein per kilogram of body weight per day to optimize exercise training-induced adaptations. Importantly, this recommendation also falls within the Institute of Medicine's acceptable macronutrient distribution range of 10 to 35 percent protein the amount is dependent upon the mode and intensity of the exercise the quality of the protein ingested as well as the energy and carbohydrate status of the individual okay i want to pause real quick um just to highlight right there when he when they say the quality of the protein ingested so I'm a big proponent of quality over quantity. It's one of the sayings that we hold close to our heart here at Avidity Fitness. So I love it when I'm reading through a scholarly article or 
any anything really that's promoting quality over quantity in terms of nutrition and um the way you treat your body because i think it's one of the biggest problems that we have on the planet right now is that low quality food is so cheap and readily available that most of us are almost completely fueled by low quality food so that is the cause of a lot of other issues like hypertension um not to mention diabetes and you know um obesity and those types of things so i love the fact that they point that out that the quality of the protein ingested is a big big dependent um you know it's a big part of the results you're going to get from the protein that you're ingesting so going moving on however it should be noted that the preliminary evidence that consuming much higher quantities of protein of greater than three grams per kilogram of body weight per day may confer a benefit as it relates to body composition concerns that protein intake within this range is unhealthy are unfounded in healthy exercising individuals an attempt should be made to consume whole foods that contain high quality sources of protein However, supplemental protein is a safe and convenient method of ingesting high-quality dietary protein. The timing of protein intake in the period encompassing the exercise session may offer several benefits, including improved recovery and greater gains in lean body mass. However, perhaps the most important issue regarding protein intake during the peri-workout period is that it serves as an opportunity to eat thus elevating one's total daily protein intake. In addition, consuming protein pre-sleep has been shown to increase overnight muscle protein, protein synthesis and next morning metabolism acutely along with improvements in muscle size and strength over 12 weeks of resistance training. Intact protein supplements, EAAs and leucine, have been shown to be beneficial for the exercising individual by increasing the rates of muscle protein synthesis, decreasing muscle protein degradation, and possibly aiding in recovery for exercise. In summary, increasing protein intake using whole foods as well as high-quality supplemental protein sources can improve the adapted response to training. So, regardless of what anything you might read on social media or what any influencer is promoting on their products there is extensive studies that show protein is definitely needed to maintain a healthy active lifestyle how much protein it's so it varies so much individually when you need that protein uh, again it varies individually and um yeah so you got to lock a lot of your other areas down you got to understand what you're eating what you're doing and what your goal is to start figuring out 
like how much you need or when you need to eat it. But I think, honestly, if I were to close out this protein podcast episode with like my number one takeaway that I got from the article, and of course I'm going to post the article in the show notes, so you can always go through it. I would encourage you, especially if you're new to fitness or if you're young and you're maybe considering pursuing some type of fitness career or lifestyle this is the type of stuff that you should try to drill into your head and understand especially the takeaway that I'm about to leave you with the quality of the protein is very 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 important if you look it up grass-fed beef grass-fed protein versus grain-fed beef grain-fed protein you know you will see stunning evidence and you you will see the difference in the two proteins you know you'll you'll see the difference in quality for sure without a doubt anything coming from cheap easy manufactured farming those confined feed lots and stuff they're sick animals and you never want to be eating a sick animal so if you're having issues you need to lose weight um you're having chronic headaches you're having joint pains um what you're having gut problems you know bloating uh whatever the case may be uh it might be the quality of the food that you're eating i'm no doctor so i'm not trying to you know cure anybody's ailments or give you advice on what to do if you're having you know real health problems i'm just giving you advice that i've learned along the way in my journey to being as healthy as i can be so i'll leave you guys with that protein is important but the most important thing about the protein is the quality so stay away from the candy this halloween it's rough i know you don't got to tell me it's hard Just get you some good quality dark chocolate, you know, sprinkle that over some, shave it, you know, do do the little shaving, real chef's table style, shave it over some, some strawberries and blueberries and, and drizzle some honey on it with some cinnamon and, uh, pretend you're trick-or-treating, but yeah, there you go, there it is, protein, quality, quality,